Hi, my name is Samira Eller, and this is my piece titled Defying Gravity. Defying Gravity. One common phrase I hear in my life is, get down from there. I would be floating up to the top branches in a tree, dangling off two fingers from a wall, or perhaps precariously hanging over the edge of a railing. For me, climbing, flipping, and being head over heels, literally, is thrilling. Along with the sensations that come with being inverted, when I'm upside down, I'm in my own world. The laws of the practical universe and the earth I live on, on a day-to-day -day basis, don't apply when I'm swinging around on a tree. These are just a few of the reasons I believe in the power of being upside down and far above the floor. Sometimes, in a more metaphorical sense, defying gravity has been more like pushing through hard times. I feel this is also a very important skill. These concepts have been illustrated to me over the years from practicing martial arts, dance, and competitive rock climbing. When I push the limits of gravity, I gain new perspectives, see things more clearly, and I de-stress, able to focus on nothing but the illusion that the ceiling has become the luscious grass below me and the ground is now the infinite sky. Once, at my climbing practice, a competition boulder was set. It was very strange looking. The holds had been flipped upside down and there were no obviously footholds. After much debate, it was concluded that the beta was to start the boulder facing outwards. Then we had to kick our feet up and hook them around a big flat hold, doing what is called a back hang. At that point, we could hang there, hands free, and then flip right side up again to continue the climb. It was hard. It took a long time to figure out how to do it. But once I had finally completed the boulder, it was so cool. I felt like I was on top of the world and doing it impressed everyone. It was one of the most fun climbs I have ever done. I spent a lot of time out, upside down outside of the gym as well. At school, I spent time climbing on top of the basketball hoop sets, doing pull-ups and swinging around on the trees, and retrieving lost four square balls from the branches at the very top. These are the times I often get reprimanded by teachers, but in my view, it's all worth it. School feels too monotonous otherwise. Times like these at climbing practice and school consistently remind me why I value being upside down and enjoy playing with gravity. Another time being upside down benefited me was when I finally stuck an aerial at Kung Fu. An aerial, a hands-free cartwheel, is very scary. In my experience, it combined pushing through something scary, something which I used to think of as one of the boundaries of human ability, and literally flipping upside down in midair. At first, trying the aerial seemed outlandish. I was sure I was going to break my neck or become otherwise injured. It was also simply very difficult physically, mental blocks aside. Gaining the momentum to do the move took a lot of strength and power. I spent multiple hours one day practicing and practicing. Using increments and gradually working up to the real thing, I eventually succeeded in doing the aerial, starting just a few inches above the ground. All I could think about during that moment I was flying through the air was how proud of myself I was. But even more importantly, during the entire time I had been practicing my upside down tricks, I hadn't thought about a single of the worries I'd had throughout the day. I'd managed to use being upside down simultaneously as exercise, a mental break, a way to push through limits, and as a way to have fun. The last example I have to explain my belief and faith in the power of being flipped upside down uses a more metaphorical sense. During the summer between 5th and 6th grade, I planned to go to a sleepaway camp in California. I was so excited. I spent months ahead packing and I wouldn't stop talking about how much fun it was going to be. When the time to go finally arrived, I was ecstatic. During the final stretch of the drive there, I was listening to music with my mom and I got onto her phone to change the song. The first tab that was opened was her text messages. I was about to go back to the music app when something caught my eye. Stage 3 ovarian cancer. Why had my mom been having a long conversation about cancer with her friend? 
I knew it was wrong to read other people's texts, but I couldn't help myself and read further. I was only too soon to discover, mere minutes away from going to my camp, that my grandmother had had a serious form of cancer. I was shocked. How could my mom have kept this from me? I stayed quiet the rest of the trip, but before I got out of the car, I asked my mom if it was true. She admitted to me that it was, and then left me with the knowledge that my grandma was going to be staying with us for health care in the months to come. Before I knew it, my world had flipped upside, upside down in its own way. My grandma got chemotherapy, she lost her hair, all the while striving to remain her cheerful self. Eventually, she got surgery to remove the tumors. We thought, we hoped, that the whole experience would stay in the past where it belonged, but we knew that her cancer was inevitably going to come back. Halfway through seventh grade, our fears were realized as a routine checkup noticed that the tumors had returned. At that point, my grandmother was tired of the treatments. She was tired of the procedures, tired of being exhausted all the time. She decided that rather than simply try to extend her life, she wanted to live it to the fullest, no matter how much time she would have. She opted out of going through more with more treatment. My grandmother lived an incredible life. Her picture is in the Voyager spacecraft. She raised a white tiger and she traveled the world. That was enough for her. My grandmother died at the end of the seventh grade year. I miss her and I wish none of that nightmare had happened. Of course I do. But I know deep down that the experience taught me something important. It is imperative that we learn how to be flexible and that we can handle it when our lives get inverted. As much as I hated those years, they bound my family together. When we are forced to turn ourselves upside down, we grow closer. This experience set in stone my belief that while being upside down can be disorienting and make you want to throw up, it can still be a gift in disguise. It is still an important thing to experience. Overall, Defying Gravity provides me freshness in my life, happiness, a sense of perspective, clarity, and freedom. Getting flipped around both mentally and physically has made me a more interesting and well-rounded person. Sometimes the ride that it takes you on is shell-shocking, but I know I will always come away with more wisdom and insight for this world. Throughout the ups and downs of life, I know I can always rely on my belief in the power of being upside down. This I believe.